Kyle X Hi, you're listening to Kyle XY, the only Kyle XY podcast. I'm Sam Canning, the CPR master. And I'm your three-time winning champion theory crafter, Jordan Canning. <laughs> I saw I saw you post about your your satisfaction. I mean, one of them was telegraphed beyond belief. <laughs> well, listen. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, little victories, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, every, every episode of Kyle XY is a 42-minute victory for me. Every day I wake up, I, I, I look in the mirror and I say three things that I'm really proud of. I, I th- Three things that I'm, I'm happy about with myself. Mm-hmm. This is not true. I don't do this. But I, <laughs> okay. I wake up and I look in the mirror and I, and then I just say the three Kyle XY theories that I'm so sure I'm going to be right about and, uh-huh. and slam dunkaroo. Mm-hmm. Kyle will turn out to be an alien. Kyle Josh will turn out. Is Kyle is a cool. clone. Josh is a Josh is a little shit, and Laurie Traeger might have a, a problem with alcohol. Yeah, I don't fact. know. I don't know if they're gonna really do anything with that. I guess no, we'll see. They, Probably not. Laurie is a hot mess. Yeah, I mean, she did just get attacked. No, I mean, she, but she, I mean, Sam, have you watched the rest of the show? The rest of like. The rest of Kyle XY, like the the episodes one through. Season oh, two I thought you were asking if I have like secretly Sam, have finished. You, have the you show. been watching it? Have you have you seen the whole show this whole time? No. Hey, um, bef- before we go, should we give a a little a little former Secret Life podcaster shout out to the new? Oh the yeah. New... There's a new Secret Life podcast on the block, the Secret mm-hmm. Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. Check it out. Their premise is much better than ours. Mm, I don't know if I'd say that. Mm-hmm. I think that the me dangling the plot over your head like the sword of Damocles is a pretty good hook. You you knew what you knew that what the soup moment was, and that was <laughs> <laughs> dangling the plot over your head like the sword of Damocles, and occasionally jabbing you with it and pretending that I'm not. The funniest thing about about it before we talk about Kylex Y is that um, I was never sure of how much of the show you actually remembered. So there were some things, yeah, big, big, big things like Marshall Bowman plane crash you knew, and like this silly, funny masturbation episode, and Rigonistic flash mob. And then I was like, <laughs> and then there'd be things where I was like, Sam, do you remember? Or, first of all, let's the big elephant in the room was when you said Ricky would become good eventually. That yeah, was well. a really great joke. And then I was like, do you remember where Ethan and Kathy storyline goes? And you're like, I don't remember Ethan and Kathy being on the show. Correct. Well, okay, that's enough of that. Anyway, listen to, yeah, listen to, listen to yeah, that. Listen one. to the first couple episodes of it so far. It's it's a good time. Hell yeah. We, the Secret Life podcast community needs to needs to support each other as yes. we all as we all suffer through the worst TV show <laughs> of all time. Let's Spread talk about the word, everyone. Let's talk about an ABC Family TV show that's actually quite yeah, good. Let's talk about Kyle XY season two, episode nine, Ghost in the Machine, written by I... Christopher Hollier and R.P. Gaborno, written directed by Guy B. What did you think, Jordan? You liked it? Oh, this is, this is a really good episode. This is a good app. I I I I am always. They've done it again, Jordan. <laughs> it 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 shouldn't come as a surprise. I mean, I, you know, we make jokes here and there, but I I think my genuinely very much enjoying my time with this show. As uh, am but I. whenever whenever like whenever Julie Pleck opens her bag of tricks and and pulls like a really good one out, I'm like, damn. Uh huh. I didn't realize the show was really well, good. You know what? And I would I would say that this is a is a great compliment to the chef. Is that 
I feel like whenever they do, you know, there's a lot of episodes that are like, Kyle learns how to play basketball. Kyle gets his first boner, you know, where yeah. those are more like character stuff. But I feel mm-hmm. like when when they shift gears to focus on advancing the plot, it's always like, hmm, damn. Mm. And not they like, always... a, uh, like uh. The, 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 the premise of the show being like, what's what's with that guy? What's with that kid, that boy? And and then like only so often do they actually really focus on the plot of it, but when they do, it's good and they execute it well. And I would I'm, say I'm tipping all of my hats right now. I'm tipping my hat. Here's some other things I was thinking about with this. Um, first of all, they they explain the mystery of the boy in the first episode of the season. Uh huh. So for for that, God, for I can't me, believe that was this season. For me, I say. Oh shit! Uh, I guess the mystery is over. Mm-hmm. But then they they keep bringing they keep they keep bringing you on your toes, heat. Jordan. And they and also I think that they they really strike the perfect balance of like like they 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 do just enough plot episodes. You know they come they come often enough that you're not getting bored and the plot feels like it's not going anywhere. But they uh-huh. never it never just feels like the story is just like pushing you along. Uh-huh. It always just it's just very well paced. Kyle X Y I think. I I would a, say it, I think that the the episodes that don't focus on the plot can be a bit hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But when they when they focus on the plot, I say thank you. I think as an overall experience so far, and you know we're we're coming up on halfway through season two, so we're about halfway through the show. I think uh-huh. so far, mid mid show ish check in. I think I'd give I'd give this show. I think this is a competently made television show. So it is a. I, solid no, it hasn't it has its i'd say it's a solid b maybe even a b plus i wouldn't go with a b plus but i'd say i'm pretty comfortable putting this at a b i think a it's a guy b the director of this episode let's talk about this episode now foss is back baby <laughs> better than ever foss is back in town nowhere to go unpacking. but up he has a, a black van that we've never seen before which i was bewildered by um, and he well, also Kyle fixed it up for him. He's got he's got rock walls in boxes because he's unpacking. <laughs> Where did that rock oh wall God. go? Kyle just like walks up to Foss in the warehouse because Foss has, I guess, texted him. Hey, I'm back. And Kyle's like, what did you what did you where did you go? Why did you clear out the warehouse? And he's like, well, I wasn't going to leave the rock wall out. Someone could trip. Someone could, someone might try to someone might try to make some extra handholds and then be dangling by one arm for two hours. <laughs> Um, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be safe without me and my terrible belaying technique. I love that. So, so Kyle tells Foss, he's like, I know you left that message for Declan and Foss admits that he did. So wait, I, I can't believe this. I was like, oh, okay. So the fact that it looked very girly, the handwriting, it was Jesse yeah, the whole Jesse. time, but no, it was Foss. What no, the it fuck? was Foss. He's just got really nice. Look, don't judge, don't judge Foss for his handwriting. I know. It's just, it's a weird choice from the prop department, I would say. Um, but Kyle is like, I know what you did to, uh, you threatened Declan with Lori and shows, uh, shows him the file. And then he's like, and then Lori got attacked. And then I got a message from Adam Balin telling me not to trust you. And then he shows him the paper. And then Kyle, uh, Foss is like, come I couldn't, on, I was Kyle. shocked that he showed him the paper. Yeah, I was honestly, honestly kind of baffled that he even came here. Yeah. Uh, but, but he's like, give Foss. See, this Foss- is the thing, this is the thing, is that I think that you and I perhaps both didn't quite get how much we are meant to understand that Kyle 
trusts that he should yeah like like i know that we were obviously like aha betrayal etc when it said like don't trust foss but i didn't i didn't realize that we were supposed to be like no not foss (laughs) it's just it's just the show hasn't done i mean listen i'm i'm instantly endeared to foss uh ever since i saw him dangling from that rock climbing wall he's (laughs) the biggest biggest loser i i love him (laughs) Uh, but I wouldn't say that I trust him, and I wouldn't trust him. And also, Kyle gives Foss all these reasons to trust him, and then or not to trust him, my bad. And then Foss says, after all we've been through, you should trust me by now. And then Kyle says, well, then tell me where you were. And then he says, we got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude. What? Fucking Jesus Christ, Foss. Like, do you want him to trust you or not? Like, listen, I get, I get that from what Foss has done for Kyle and the tur- like he let him out of the tank and he saved his life and he he did some epic stunts and killed a random uh sniffly guy for him uh which was what Kyle would have wanted I'm sure uh, <laughs> that there should be trust between them Kyle always hated that guy F- Foss needs to understand that he's on thin ice right now uh-huh and the fact that Kyle walks up to him with a mystery message from Adam Balin, who is currently deceased, saying not to trust him, I think Foss should have a couple questions instead of Ironically, being like, what, what Foss wants, when he says, let's get to work, Kyle, he turns and points to a big pool that he's frozen over with a layer of thin ice and tells him to walk on it. And he says, this is I, what's important, Kyle. He says, this is what's important, Kyle. You need to learn how to juggle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... I mean, what do we think about Foss being gone? Because I had been assuming that he disappeared because he knew that Kyle was onto him. But now I'm now I'm assuming like there's two possibilities. Okay, is that Mm -hmm. he left to do something like important to the plot, or he left to do something important to him? To him, I think I think it's like it's gonna be like he went to visit his (laughs) secret family. Oh, I was thinking that he like that it was like the anniversary of the car crash, and he oh, had yeah, to that's, go visit that's what the I graves. Think. Realistically, I think that's probably the what car crash. Or Kyle or solved it. It was Foss who did it. Back just throughout the entire series, Foss is going all over the country to secret underground compounds and blowing them up. <laughs> that's his. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his side hustle. Uh huh. That's his Ubisoft side content. Yeah, that's he's doing. He's doing collectibles to clear regions of the map. Yeah, he's unlocking the map for Kyle. I so love Kyle that, can. I love that when when Foss is like, "You think that I would hurt Lori?" What? <laughs> and then he and then he's like, he goes over, he goes back to Traeger U, and he knocks on the door, and he first he's like, "Nicole, first of all, I just want you to know how much I respect you, and now can I tell your daughter how much I respect her?" <laughs> I, it's the fact that Kyle's like, "Did you leave this threatening note where you said that you would hurt Lori?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, obviously." Yeah. Like, Lori did you do hurt. it? He's like, "What? Why? Oh, 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 oh!" Anyway, Kyle has said, "I have, I've had enough of this. I'm not doing any. I'm not riding you, your unicycle. I'm not going to walk the tightrope." Uh, and then he leaves and Foss yells to Kyle, this is what's important, Kyle! Gesturing at a pair of roller skates at the top of a staircase. <laughs> He's literally training Kyle to win every single unbeatable Bonzuke challenge that they could possibly throw this at him. This is what's important, Kyle! Camera cuts to the domino run that he set up. Kyle would be so good at that, though. Like, Fuck, why hasn't he done that? Anyway, God, <laughs> who wants a flashback? Oh, this is, okay, this is cool. It's like it's 20, all, what, what would it be, like 2002 at Zizix? I've, 
I no, it's sorry. Stupid. This is 2007, not 2017. It's so. a stupid nitpick, but this is in the 90s. It's 15 years before the yes. show has happened. It's all grainy and the colors all washed out, so you know that it's in the past. Yeah, this was the um, 90s before colors existed. But I will complain that it wasn't before like flat screen monitors existed because boy does Zizix have a lot of those and they d- and okay w- w- maybe I mean they had actually, a boy in a tank I know I know you're gonna say that but like <laughs> come on I know it's whatever it doesn't fucking matter it's just I a will TV not show. suspend my disbelief about them having state of the art televisions <laughs> it took me out of it I was like that's not the, what the nineties looked like they, what if okay. they just had a scene where Kern is there and he's like. What's the status of 781227? He's remarkable. Excellent. Turns to another scientist. And the state of the art TV sets? These are th- they're flatter than ever, sir. <laughs> the flat Excellent. yet. <laughs> I'm measuring I'm measuring one inch on this one. I call All it right, the iPod. <laughs> and, uh, I've I've just invented a touch screen? Hmm. So Excellent. we see Adam Balin at his desk. So it's what, 1992 if I'm doing my math right? Yeah. 15 years? Ooh, 8. Oh, plus, yep. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's at his desk. He's looking at some kind of picture. We don't know what it is, but he puts it away in a box. He seals the box up. He puts it in a safe. He closes the safe. He slides a panel up over the safe so it is hidden hidden behind a panel on the wall. Mm. And then, and then Brian Taylor walks in Mm. and, uh, he's here and, uh, and he's like, Hey, it's my, my special genius man. Do you like my nineties hair? I love my Brian Taylor '90s boy band cut, and then Adam <laughs> Balin really is did like, look like, yeah. Adam Balin is like, what kind of genius would play with human life like us? If this, if this, if this baby. Oh, also on the monitor on the uh, state of the art flat screen TV, uh, we see Babby Kyle, Babby little mm-hmm. baby Kyle in his tank with his vitals and stuff. Uh huh. Just um, gestating away. He's gestating the night away. Not even a, maybe not even a, a, a one year yet. He's got no. Yeah, I mean, well, can't... let's think this through. He he come out in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen years ago. Uh, yeah. So what all I I'm think... saying is that it's pretty cringe of Kyle to not have a super developed brain yet. Um, I but... I do agree with that, but you know he he's working on it. So Brian says, uh, you're not playing with life, you're trying to better it. And Adam's like, but at the cost of how many innocent lives, if if I if we lose this one too, I'm shutting it down. Uh, he he says, Brian, you've worked very hard to make this all happen for me, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I'm thinking about ending it. And Brian's like, oh, but this one's different. He'll be our salvation. And Adam and says, then, yeah. Brian, your Bible is showing. And then Brian Taylor's like, well, old habits die hard, I guess. Zips I'm up a his Christian. Love to, love to be Christian. And then Brian is like, listen, Kern, remember Kern? He's back in living form, uh-huh. in flashback form, and he's fucking losing it uh, right now. Uh-huh. So they, they go uh, confront Kern uh, in front of the gestation room. I there love, are... okay, I'm sorry. I know, like, I know, I know whatever, the banality of evil. Kern is, like, the least scary-looking man in the whole world. Uh-huh. The fact that he's, like, the most evil mastermind at Zizix. He's just this, like, short, bald, bearded professor man, and he's like, I'm not letting anyone get into the tank room! You're not getting past I mean, Kern. well, that's the funny thing is, uh, I think it's... Is it in this? Yeah, it's it's in this. So we'll we'll get to this line in a moment. But yeah, there, there's Kern and like four guards. Yeah, and but Kern but is the guards like are you. Not... You may not extract the subject. Uh, Adam's like it's a person. It's a child. Kern's like you're letting your emotions cloud your judgment. I thought I taught you better than that. Uh, 
Adam tries to get through to the tank room, but the guards, like, push him back, and he's like, this is my company! But Kern is like, actually, I've been speaking to the backers, and they're more interested in my Latnock. plan than Latnock. yours. Latnock, Sam. Latnock, Yeah, Latnock. Uh, so this is where Brian is like, if it if it weren't for Adam Balin, you would just be a frustrated academic worrying about your tenure. And that's such a funny thing, because, yeah, mm-hmm. like, before this, this really was just... Just a college professor. Just yeah. Just I mean, a we talked. To, we learned, We met his secretary uh, at UW, and she's like, "Yeah, he was doing research on the brains, and he was a he was a very prominent uh, brain boy scientist." And uh, this he never mentioned like, knowing a boy. I'll tell you that he never knew a boy. But he's like, "I've got a fucking evil man." Yeah, I'm gonna fuck he, up. This he little, is a this very un- unassuming looking man. Uh, so Kern says. Uh, a little a little clue he says 781227 is valuable to this company as long as you keep him in that tank mhm mm. well we already we already knew that they didn't want to take him out of the tank but but we didn't know that they wanted to keep him in the tank forever i think we did we didn't i mean i thought it was pretty clear that they didn't want to take him out of the tank at all ever cuz my my understanding, my my theory, I share this, I believe I've shared this on the show before, uh, was that they wanted to keep him in there so they could use his big brain as a computer, mm-hmm. which is which is why he's got file in his head and he has programming and Stephen can put some software in him should he need to. Mm-hmm. Well, right, um, I know. And I'm saying we didn't know that. Anyway, uh, Adam Balin tells Kern that Kyle is a, per- well, sorry, 781227 is a person and Kern says, I don't see it that way. Oh, okay. And then we're back. We're, yeah, okay, thank you, Kern. Um, we're back at Traeger U. Well, it's my Kyle. word against yours. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, Kyle is, is thinking about what Foss told him. After all we've done together, it's hard for me to accept his betrayal. After learning how to play DDR with Foss. Declan walks in and he says, how'd it go with Foss? He says, we're done. And Declan says, that's good. He's a real piece of shit. And Kyle says, no. He's a nice boy. No. Uh, and then we learn about Lori, step one of Lori's uh, bad ideas. I yeah, know she's you know what? Like, I was saying trauma. this is a this is a good app. Uh, the the conceit of it is a little... Well, really? <laughs> Lori, Lori suffered a traumatic event, which was when uh, Jesse went sicko mode and hit her on the head and we mm-hmm. didn't see it. Um... But Lori has decided, and Declan is telling this to Kyle, that the best thing that, that she could do to uh, speed up her recovery, and I'm not acting like, like, uh, hey, Lori, pretty It's not stupid. about speeding up her recovery. It's about proving that she's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's about proving uh, she her wants courage to, and her normalness. She wants to spend the night at uh, a, well, let's just say there was a campsite uh, near, maybe near SeaTac Airport, but... That's uh, up to Google Maps to decide. Mm-hmm. Where a, a one, second, uh, second, second, second. one uh, where a southern country pervert was murdered with a with by a slimy slimy girl, uh, and that's where she wants a to slimy go spend girl the walked night. out of the woods. The pervert said, "Hey, cool!" and then she threw a knife through him. Well, no, she broke his neck, but she did throw a knife through the tree. We don't um, know that she didn't throw a knife through him afterwards to celebrate. <laughs> just just a party it up. Um, so, yeah, so, Dec- so Lori is, like, trying to prove that she's not traumatized by going somewhere scary. The place where that hunter was murdered in the woods. Um, then every single teenager on the show, including Deekman, Charlie, and, nope. uh, and Toby, all, nope. uh, it's, uh, here's the list. Josh, Andy, 
uh, Jesse, Amanda, Diekman, Charlie, nope. and nope. Uh, and nope. Toby are all nope. gonna go. Nope. Okay, Josh. Uh, so and Kyle, by the way, uh, Declan tells Kyle, by the way, the hunter was killed in the same area that Zizek used to be. So Kyle's like, no. Uh, so Lori Kyle like goes to tell Lori, we are absolutely not going to the woods. And then Josh walks in with Andy wearing a shirt that says, I put the in fun. What do you think is being censored on that shirt? Well, I found the shirt. What does it say? It's 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 a blue shirt with like a bunch of balloons. And it says, I put the F-U in fun. Okay, it does say F-U. Yeah, but I, they like... Yeah. I think they like. I don't they know how they, they in some way, yeah, just got rid of the fu. I don't know if they actually altered the shirt or just like blurred it. But hey there, Kyle, I put the fun in fun. I put the in fun. Uh, yeah, he walks in with Andy and he says we're going too, and Lori says no. But well, Josh says the yeah, reason Steven he wants to go yeah. is because D- Stephen's away, away on business, which means that normally what ends up happening. Is that they have to keep their mom company by watching musicals with her. Uh, so if Good for you, Nicole. So if Lori doesn't take them with her, then he's going to have to watch musicals. So he says, if you don't hey. take us, I'm going to show our mom my Lori file. And with I have photos. photos. And he does what a, a little fucking mime freak. of taking a picture what of a, his sister. F- fucking freak. Sam, I hear something maybe you weren't thinking photos? About. They already know that she know. drinks and parties. I don't know. Does, um, does he have, like, no, pictures of her butthole? No, no, shut the fuck up. Uh, Sam, here's something to think about. Did, <laughs> did, did Matacorp send Stephen on a business trip for some reason? And if so, where? I mean, they must the have only, if he's on a business the only reason, trip. The only, reason he, the only reason he's working there is, is so, uh, I guess, maybe we haven't figured it out, maybe, possibly so fucking uh worse emily hollandaise could seduce him i guess but we don't, don't really know. know how steven figures into it but we do know that uh they well steven no, we're sending you sense. to soft we're sending you to software island hey, hey maybe maybe they just genuinely have some <laughs> some work for him to do that involves traveling i love to think i love to think that there's like well, we are tr- we do have an ulterior motive, but he is. I mean, his resume is. I mean, I don't impressive. know. Maybe maybe next week we're gonna find out that he's on a business trip, and oh, it turns out that he's going on a trip with Emily Hollandaise, and there's only yeah. one bed. Amanda shows up here now. Uh, uh, I don't know why we're so sure that whatever the evil plan is is going to involve Emily Hollandaise having sex with Stephen. Because but it really feels it, like it really that's where it's going. Like huh? That's how she's interacting with him. Um, Amanda is here, which, uh, is really funny, like, Nicole is threatening to fucking call CPS on, on Emily Hollandaise. Yeah. The fact that she's co-workers with Steven is maybe not great. Okay. Amanda's here, <laughs> she says that, uh, that, like, her mom is on a war, war path. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, Josh sees Amanda and Kyle do smile at each other, cause they're, cause they did kiss last episode. And Kyle... And uh, and he's like, "Hey Amanda, are you aware that we're gonna go to murder camp tonight?" Go get the scoop from Lori about Lori Traeger's excellent adventure. And Kyle's like, "There, no, we're, there's, it's not Don't happening." Be such Josh a says, "Yes, yeah, I need you to do me a favor." I yeah. So Amanda, read- Amanda has gone yeah. in the other room now. Yeah. I need you to read Andy's mind, you know, detect the sweat glands or use your extraterrestrial mojo. Note her sweat glands, analyze her aura, work your extraterrestrial mojo. 
I feel so bad that Kyle has just kind of completely given He's up over on it, this apparently. One. He's done. Josh, he shouldn't uh, be. Josh he doesn't wants need to, to be. know. He thinks that Andy likes him. And he, and he, in, in, and he, whenever I'm around her, it's like, she's got a headache. I think that she might be horny. I think she might have terminal brainitis. And, uh, Josh is like, I I like her in that. I want to be alone and with her in a dark place sort of way. And then Kyle is like, that's creepy. Yeah. And then, uh, he's like, he's, uh, why, who says blackmail runs in the family? So what happens is Andy walks over and right, she, right. she's like, hey, your sister says since you have a job and she doesn't, you're paying for the gas if you're coming. Uh, and Josh says, tell her no and feel free to slap her upside the head. So I guess the Josh who had like feelings about his sister getting beat up is just gone. No, yeah. you. What What the fuck did you think we were going to have character development for him? No, of course not. I'm just pointing it out. Of course not. Yeah, uh, Andy, Andy is like, well, looks like, oh, no. Yeah, she says like... Uh, well, Lori, Lori said you'd probably say that. So she said that I don't know why Andy is the one delivering this, but whatever. She said that if you don't pay for the gas, she's going to tell your dad who crashed his laptop with all the kid coin mining. And Josh says, oh, it looks like blackmail went to the family. So um, now Lori is packing snacks so they can go to the murder camp. Serious munchies, Amanda, uh, she says they're gathering yeah, up. Amanda, this is when Amanda says, like, listen, my mom is, I mean, you saw what happened last time. She canceled, I mean, she sold that, sorry, Kyle, she did sell that piano already. Really? Um, the, and, I But I got you another one. Did she sell that too? Yeah, she yeah, sold that she one sold too. sold that too. Well, I did appreciate, a, though, that you brought me over a truck full of pianos. She's been, uh... She's been spending all of that piano money on Kyle killing weapons for LKK, <laughs> and she is fucking pissed, so I am not coming to murder camp. Oh, I love then, LKK. Me too. I mean, um, I hate them. They're heels. The show but... The show needs a good villain, and I think LKK Enterprises might just beat out Matacorp for- not, not enough shows have a stable. I know, it's incredible. So, um, Lori- Lori's like, okay, we're we're gonna go to the fucking camp, and guess what? Jesse's here too, and she wants to. She's uh, she's back, and she's just like she was last week. Nope, nope. Oh right, she, she's, she, she walks has one in. Singular Lori's like, how did you get in? Trait. And she's like, the door was unlocked. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. I'm she's just, I'm you. Just staring vacantly at Kyle and smiling, I like, and I'm smile. Oh, I like God. Avril Lavigne's, and I have all your jeans. Would you like to listen to Avril Lavigne and eat ice cream? Kyle, would you like to be genetically identical with me? Yes. Okay. Let me get that file out of your brain, Kyle. So Josh um, says, "All right. Well, we're going." And Jesse's like, "Can I go?" And Kyle hey, says, "We're not I'll going you, anywhere." And Jesse's I'll like, you, "Oh, good. So I can just hang out with you here." And then Josh goes, "New player on the field." I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, I, I like this episode. I don't like that Kyle and Amanda kiss for first time. And then one episode later, they're already like, we got to bring some jealousy into this storyline. Jealousy, jealousy, my favorite thing in stories. You know this. Everyone knows this. Well, at least at least Kyle isn't pretending to date anyone to make another character jealous. Thank God. So my favorite, my favorite plot. You love that. So yeah, Amanda, Amanda sensing the jealousy and not wanting Jesse to be near Kyle right now. She's like, actually, yes, let's all go so I can keep an eye on things. They uh, pack all their coolers up, and they we're at we're at uh, the camp. The decomposing body of Mister Pervert Hiker is is not. Uh, just kidding. Uh, uh, we hear obviously Foss we hear a song. It. We hear yeah. we hear. I haven't I haven't mentioned the music, but there's two songs in this episode that I like. 
So I'm going to mention that we are hearing Fire Island, Alaska by The Long Winters. Uh oh. <laughs> I know. Look, this Listen. album is from like two decades ago. I'm aware. It's a, it's a good song. I'm just I saying. Be- I believe you. I just think it's funny that we're watching the show in 2021. <laughs> when the guy from The Long Winters has had a moment. He's, he's, nothing notable has ever happened. Foss sets a can opener in front of Kyle and says, this This is is what's important, important. Kyle. I, I, of all the things my brain could, my brain can solve the hardest equation in seconds and learn to fix a server with, by just reading the manual. But But how do I open this can of beans? I do not understand. Kyle, the, it's self-explanatory. Every piece serves a function. This is what's important. Okay, that's enough. Anyway, so, uh, Lori (laughs) says, uh, oh yeah, the, I I laughed so hard when I thought that this was just a bad line read because Lori's like, this is the murder site. I looked up on it online and, and I was like, haha, but no, it's that Lori's she's just drunk. Ar- she's just already drunk. Like uh, she's just she's just already wasted. She um, Kyle's like, Lori, you've had a lot to drink. I don't know about this. And Lori's like, oh, save the concerned brother routine. That line's important. It'll come up later. Uh Oh, shit, that reminds me. We didn't even mention that when Kyle is confronting Foss, he he straight up refers to Lori as his sister, which... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was good. Um, uh, then that's a, Jesse that's a big moment. goes... Yeah, there's... Jesse sees a tree with a gigantic hole in it, and then has a memory of her making the gigantic hole with a big knife, which was good. Um, Declan uh, walks up to her and kind of freaks her out a little bit just because, uh, because uh, you know... She's been brainwashed by resources. Well, he's, by all he's the money. trying. He's trying to comfort her because he's yeah, like, "Oh, it's he's, fine. He's There's no such her. thing as ghosts. It's it's perfectly I safe." See, I see ghosts. Oh, okay. Uh, Amanda, she does. She does say that. Uh, Amanda interrupts to say, "Hey, guys, Lori just uh, climbed into Lori a big drainage the pipe." Zizix. Lori just walked into the Zizix hole, and now she's like doing hijinks in there. She's like doing evil laughs. She starts yeah. screaming all of a sudden. Everyone's and like, like, oh, Lori, my God. come out. It's not safe. Because Declan is like, or uh, yeah. Kyle tells Declan, this this That's leads Zizix. straight to Zizix. And they're like, Lori, come out. It's not safe in there. And Lori's like, ha, 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 ha. Come and catch me, boys. And uh, then she goes, ah. And then they're like, oh, my God, Lori. And then she goes, ha, ha, pranked. Yeah, she tells them, get your pansy asses in here. And Josh looks down on the ground and he sees a, the old sign that says restricted area. Keep out. And he's like, ha, cool. Remember when, uh, remember when Kyle tried to climb the fence into here and then Foss showed up and, like, hit him with a snap German suplex and then the people at Zizix were watching him on TV and they loved it? That was pretty fucking Good cool. T- remember uh, how Zizix had, uh, branded fishbowls? Fuck, I forgot about the branded fishbowls! So, uh, Kyle and Declan say that they're gonna go get Lori, uh, Andy volunteers Josh because it's his sister, and Josh is like, um, uh, 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 no. And he instead uh, gives them some flashlights from his bag. Uh, so Kyle and Declan head on into the pipe. And we see we hear them. some fucking Michael Soupy's take on Metal Gear Solid ass music as they walk <laughs> through the. I also I want to say this came out in 2007. Yeah. When did Lost come out? Because wow. I get huge like dharma initiative vibes from let's google this show not to say that it's like a problem like if they're taking inspiration from from another uh, show, lost started fine. airing in 2004 oh so actually i don't know and that was on was that, that was on abc wasn't it yeah 
Yeah, it's not it's not that extremely unlikely. Anyway, so they're they're walking through the rubble of the exploded Zizix headquarters. Declan kind of starts yeah. to get a little woozy, and he says that he's he's, he's claustrophobic. claustrophobic. Uh, a lot Kyle, of, by the way, by the way, a lot of Declyle moments in this episode for sure. Uh, Kyle says, "Oh, careful! Uh, you you almost bumped the the incredibly plot important fire, fire door, door switch." Where have you ever heard of something like this? That it's like I mean, in, in the event of a fire, you like reach up next to the door and pull a switch, and the door drops down and. That seems incredibly dangerous. It seems incredibly dangerous, and it also doesn't make any sense. And also, 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 I don't understand how you're supposed to get the door open again once you drop the fire door. Yeah, Kyle, basically Kyle says, uh, just just to explain what will happen later, Kyle is like, careful, the fire doors are, he says, what does he say? They're like, they, they like work, work on gravity? With gravity. They're like, there's no power to them. They just, you, you release them and then they drop. And then right, they... right, right, right. Uh, so Declan says, how do you know that? And Kyle says, I don't know. I, j- I just know it. Uh, then we hear Lori from somewhere yell something like, hey, you're losing this game of hide and seek, boys. And then Kyle is in a flashback again. Yeah, Kyle, like, uh, Kyle looks down the hallway and he sees what looks like Adam Balin running down the hallway. And he follows after him straight into a flashback. Yep, uh, Adam Balin is frantically, like, rummaging through his office. He goes to open the safe. Kern walks in once again, small, small, balding, wide man. In a, in a suit that doesn't quite doesn't fit. fit that well. And he's like, and he's like I'm, here to, I'm here to fuck you up, Adam Balin. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've started my own wrestling stable. It's called LKA Enterprises. It's that's let's kill. It's based on the stable that will exist in fifteen years to kill someone who doesn't exist right now. Yeah, that well, yeah, we they don't believe Kyle is a person, but yeah, Adam Balin is trying to like get his stuff out. Kern walks in. Uh, security is is like gonna kick him out. Uh, they also are kicking out Brian Taylor, and then before they can get Adam Balin to leave, I guess. Uh, Brian Taylor helps him leave by no, they're closing not. the fire door. <laughs> they're going to kill Are him. They're going to kill him? I don't remember. Kern is going to have Adam Balin killed, and I think that's just simply very funny. Yeah. Before they can kill Adam Balin, uh, uh, Brian Taylor drops the convenient gravity-operated fire door. Yeah, he, they kind of, like, elbow the guards off, and he yeah. drops the fire door as Adam Balin runs through it, so Adam is able to escape. Thank you, thank you, Brian, for saving Adam Balin. Uh, Kyle Declan... now knows where the safe is, though. Yeah, Something yes, he, he, know, he saw the safe, and we know that he has the ability to, like, watch mem- what holographic memories, they called it, Holographic memories. So, yeah, he can watch Adam enter the code. Ooh. So he he's he starts to open it. Yeah, and Declan, Declan is like, Declan hey, what's like, going on, Kyle? And he, he says, he pulls open the panel on the wall and says, I think a ghost showed this to me. Some kind of ghost in a machine. Which, it, is, it is weird that, like... Declan knows about his abilities. Why does he? Why? Why doesn't he just say like, "Hey, you, I had a, I had a memory." I, I, uh, we now cut to something that I think I like, but also I think I dislike it. Uh, the, basically, outside, um, all the remaining teens, so Jesse, uh, uh, Josh, Andy, and Amanda are just deciding which Scooby Doo character they all are. They're all extremely chill now. Yeah, like they're I all know. just hanging out, shooting the they're shit. They're just hanging out. Uh, uh, I think Amanda says that Kyle is Freddy. Yeah, and Je- then Freddy. 
Freddy? Fred. Oh. Fred. <laughs> Josh. No, I, that was my, my notes fucking corrected it because of something I Yeah, so said Josh tells that. Andy to uh, pick a character from the show that she thinks is her. And he's like, well, I'm funny, likable, and dare I say philosophical. I'm Shaggy. I don't, I don't think, think Shaggy that is that's particularly shaggy. philosophical or likable. Uh, J- no, he's fine. Uh, he's fine. Josh is like, uh, actually, you're Velma with a Daphne overlay, which I think is him saying, you're smart, but I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Amanda. Are you, are you implying Are you implying that there are not millions of people who want to fuck Velma? Oh, I mean, of course there are, but I don't think Josh uh-huh. would. No. Uh, I'm sorry. You have to be, a, you have to be a bit of an intellectual. <laughs> I wrote a poem about how I feel about girls with PhDs getting nasty for me. Pretty my name huge is Ernest Klein. <laughs> my name is Ernest Klein. I legally change my name. <laughs> so, uh, Amanda says that Kyle is Fred minus the blonde hair and scarf. It's not a scarf, Amanda. So it's an Come, Come on, on Amanda. You ascot. should know this. Dingus. Josh, uh, this, then better, this better like, be in the fucking IMDb goofs, Jordan. Josh is like, I've never, uh, Josh, Jesse's like, I've never heard of this Scooby-Doo. Um, no, no, Jesse. I know. I said Jesse. Oh, I thought you said I corrected, that. I said Josh and then I corrected myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't I hear that. Uh, I've never seen this Scooby Doo show. What is Scooby Doo? Oh my god! Is it? Yeah, isn't this? Uh, Josh is like what the mystery You've machine? Never... Scooby snacks? Subversive, Subversive plot references? Plot references? Hey everyone, this is Sam editing the podcast right now. I just wanted to say that I <laughs> the episode subtitle track that i was using said that josh said subversive plot references but i just checked he did in fact say subversive pot references so everything that i'm about to say is nonsense and means nothing and is a complete waste of time but it's not my fault and that's all that matters and then and then just sorry what subversive Subversive. plot references pot references and i think i think what he meant to say is like subtle maybe or like not subversive what is it subverting joshua scooby-doo existed because parents were concerned about the violence of like superhero cartoons where superman would like punch someone it would go like biff they invented scooby-doo so there would be a non-violent cartoon on tv a, not a, a show where every single episode is the exact same episode by, but by design literally by design. I, I was reading about it not that long ago that literally they intentionally had a formula for every episode being exactly the same Anyways. it's not subversive at all what they, are you talking they, about they, josh they, i'm sorry i'm just the fact that josh the josh. fucking edgy me big cock you little cock boy the, <laughs> the boy who puts fun. the in fun is like Scooby Doo is pretty <laughs> subversive. <laughs> it really subverts your expectations because you think that you think that Red Herring is the one who did it. Every that week was a I pup named Scooby Doo. I know, but I'm making a joke here. Every week I say Red Herring is the one who did it, and then it always subverts my expectations when it's someone else. Except then, by the time that I finally get, I'm like, okay, I fucking, I'm a hundred episodes into a pup named Scooby Doo. This time it's not Red Herring, and that time it actually he did he did murder was. someone in the finale. So anyway, Jesse grabs a flashlight and she says, "I'm gonna go find them." Amanda's like, "No, you really shouldn't do that." Uh, Jesse says something about like, "You, do always, you always like to do, do everything people. you're told," yeah. and Josh's like, yeah. "Can't find." Whoa. 
Uh, Amanda says, fuck this, I'm going to go into the tube as well. And then Josh is like, alone at last. And then Andy says, can you get a fire going? I'm very cold. I have really never understood the fucking cat fight thing. Like, wow, two girls are arguing. I like when watching women be angry at each other. I literally don't understand. Like, is there, are there actually guys who see that? They're like, nice. Or is that fully just a trope? Maybe they'll start kissing. Uh, uh, so anyway, we're yeah, back so in the tube. Josh Kyle, says, I can get a fire going. No, no problem. Can't. Like a liar. Like a fucking liar bag of shit. Kyle uh, then what tells Declan that he thinks that Sussex might be haunted. Then he sees Foss. Declan, really, by the way, consistent character. We know that Declan is like very anti like uh, supernatural stuff from the mm-hmm. rain episode. Yeah. Um. Kyle so he, sees yeah, Foss he's in like, a flashback. Ghosts don't exist, Kyle. I'm enlightened by my own intelligence. And Kyle sees Foss walk by in the hallway. We're in the Kyle room. He follows him into the tank room, and he sees this himself gestating and f- looking like a handsome lad. This is and where I spent the first 16 years of. My- what if, hey Sam, what if in these scenes, the flashback scenes with Kyle, they actually st- they stuck Matt Dallas in the tank? All right, Matt, we're gonna need you to hold your breath for a while on this one. I, I don't know. I I think I could just, I think you could just, you know, have me be in there in, a, in a, some other way. Nope. This is the only way we could do it. I Get mean, the what, tank. What do you think they did? Uh, If I had to guess, I'd say that they probably maybe put a slimy Matt Dallas in the tank and then just tried to put some stuff to make it look like his liquid. Like he's not oh, actually. Oh, I see. I thought you were yeah. saying that, that it was like a dummy or something. I was like, I don't think no, so. No, I think that I, I'm saying what if they made Matt Dallas be in some liquid? I see. <laughs> just okay. holding his breath. Well, he probably would have died. So um, anyway. Foss walks into the room and sticks a, uh, oh, Kyle also thinks about how after all those years he spent in the tank, he wondered if anyone uh, cared about how he felt. And then Foss walks in and he says, oh, hello, 781227. I care about how you feel. I hope you like classical <laughs> music. Here you go. I've been Here's watching Baby Einsteins and I've heard that. Yeah, he puts on some classical music on like a little red radio, stereo, whatever. Yeah. Kern and walks Kern, in. This is like cartoonish the way that Kern walks in and sees the stereo playing classical music for Kyle and he's just like, shut that shit off. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have feelings, you fool. I Kern is really bringing the heat this week. I can't even. Yeah, he uh, turns the stereo off and he says, "We I think is Foss it looks like Foss is like a janitor or something." Yeah, I don't know, because he's also one of Adam Balin's most trusted advisors, and he also graduated top of his class in the Navy Navy SEALs, so I don't yeah. know what the fuck his he's just like, is here. While everyone else is wearing lab coats, he's just like wearing a jumpsuit and just kind of shuffling around in the background while they do their tests and stuff. Unclear yeah, what his actual job know. was supposed to be, but yeah, so Kern basically says that they're prepping for a data input retention test, mm-hmm. uh, and Foss... I, I cannot believe that Foss, who is trying to, like, be the insider, he, like, grabs the stereo all angrily, and he's like, you know, one of these days, he's gonna come out of that tank and tell you what you can do with your tests. Now, first of all, Kyle loved ta- he loves taking he tests. He loves tests. He but loves go it. off. Yeah. Second of all, I think that you maybe should play along a little better, Foss. Foss is like, I'm going to let the boy out of the tank. And then Kern's like, I'm pretty no, sure there's literally another flashback later where he's like, one of these days I'm going to kill you, William Kern. <laughs> uh, we go back to Josh, who is continuing to fail to make a fire. Because, oh, Andy, wow, fucking, fucking, see this one Andy fucking destroys him when she says, 
Uh, Josh, you can't light a fire. I thought you'd be better at rubbing on rubbing wood. Uh, there's a um, bag of name brand sour candy next to her, and she's yeah, like, she "I can't believe you brought name brand sour candy, but no matches." Kyle calls uh, Josh calls her a wimp. Uh, Andy says, "Where do you think they are?" Josh says, "They're fine." Kyle, he calls he calls he specifically calls her a wimp because she's like very very cold and yes. she's like wearing double jackets and he's like, "It's not that cold, you wimp." Yeah, Josh is a uh, Josh is thinking about where the drainage pipe goes. He says, "It could be a secret LSD government lab or a prison where inmates fight to the death in a secret lavish underground city right before your very eyes." <laughs> uh. Andy says, you play too much G-Force, so I guess you that's play what G-Force is about. <laughs> you play too much Yakuza. Uh, and then he's like... <laughs> uh, she says, it's just a drainage pipe, and he's like, oh, I see. You're masking your fear with extra strength sarcasm. And she's What's like, the, sar- the sarcasm of, no sarcasm. I don't think that it's a secret underground murder prison? Andy says that she's not afraid because to her, being afraid of things is a big waste of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh just kind of looks at her, and then Andy's like, "You're staring at me again, weirdo." The, the fucking chemistry between these two is off the yeah, charts. It's terrible. Back uh, in the lab, Lori is walking around. Um, she is lost, and she says, "Like, uh, this seemed like a good idea four beers ago." So I guess she's still drinking. Yeah, Jesus, Christ, please, <laughs> please, 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 Lori, just like chill. Uh, we cut to Jesse, who is with Amanda. Jesse's like, oh, are you boy. a natural blonde? I heard blondes have more fun. And Amanda's like, why are you asking? Jesse's like, I was wondering if that's why Kyle likes you. Amanda's like, you think he likes me because I'm blonde? And she says, why else would he? Uh, that yeah, Amanda's like, uh, Amanda's like, uh, just ask Kyle if you. Uh, why do you even care so much? And then she's, she's like, listen, I, I will ask Kyle. Good idea. She says, listen, Kyle is with me. And then she says. It's not supposed to be that way. He's supposed to be with me. We are. We have so much in common. All of our genetic identity is exactly <laughs> no! the same. Uh, it is worth mentioning. She she says something to the effect of like, "Do you think that Kyle likes you because you're you're always trying so hard to be good?" Uh, I so have no reason to believe this, but is it entirely possible? Is no. it entirely possible that Jesse is not a clone of Adam Balin and is a clone of someone else? I, did, I just thought about this. Like, there's no reason for us to believe that Zizix needed... Because, I mean, it's not like Adam Balin was special because of his magical genes. He's special because he was he was gestated for a few extra months. So maybe... Yeah, but like, they were guess, trying to clone him. Yeah, I don't know why they were trying to clone Adam Balin. I think it's... I, think it's impl- I guess I don't know, because I have been assuming this whole time... That Jesse was like also in the tank next to Kyle, and we just they never because that's the about weird her. thing is that like is but like, no come to think th- of it, Adam Balin is like saying something to the effect of like this is the last last time like like maybe there is a secret. So yeah, act, like, I don't know if he would have given DNA given, after that. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it. It could be it could be a clone of someone else. I never really thought about it. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So actually, I do ship it now just in case. No. No. Um Jesse Jesse's angry and she's they're arguing her and Amanda and she has brain moment and her brain goes nutso and then the all the fire doors in Zizix begin to close. Yeah, cuz all cause, the teams uh, get separated. Yeah, she when her brain goes brain like yeah, there's like an earthquake. Uh yeah, and all all the fire doors shut down. Oh yeah, the the yeah, the moment that caused the the thing was that Amanda's like 
you were all over Declan. What happened to that? And she says, I don't want Declan. I want Kyle. And then, like, the flashlights go, like, and then the fire doors all start falling all over the facility. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lori sees Kyle and Declan, but uh, it's, like, right right as the earthquake happens, the fire door drops between them. Uh, She's banging on the door, but it's too thick. They can't hear each other. And then, oh, no, her flashlight is starting to go out, and she Uh hears a noise from around the corner. And she and she looks over her shoulder and she sees a hazmat suit and she thinks it's a guy and she screams and then Amanda's on the other side of the corner and she screams too. Ah! Uh, a little Kyle, bit of a Scooby Doo vibe to this episode in some ways. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Kyle is with Declan and uh, he says, uh, "I'm going to go see what's behind this door." And he walks into the tank room and it's another flashback. It's Kern and Foss and another scientist who doesn't get a name. And Kern asks the scientist Hi, John I'm Labman. I'm science boy. This is a young John Labman. He asks why why isn't seven eight one two two seven giving back all the information we want? And the scientist is like, "Well, uh, here's the thing. It it solves math problems just fine. We give it equations that would take our mathematicians weeks to solve, and he just gives us back the answers immediately. And our mathematicians are the best. Tom Foss taught them everything they know." <laughs> And Kern's like, well, what's what's the problem? And he says, well, we're giving it warfare scenarios and asking it to make strategic decisions, and it just rejects them completely, like it's making judgment calls. And Kern's like, that's like saying that your toaster has a conscience. That's impossible. I don't fucking under... It's so funny to me that Kern cannot wrap his brain around the idea that maybe Kyle is a sentient being right it's very strange because i mean yeah this is where we we learn very explicitly that yes kyle is wetware the idea is that they were growing a boy in a tank to gestate longer and longer and longer until he can basically be a supercomputer in a tank so Um, what it seems to me is that well i think adam balin wanted to make a superhero he wanted to make superman by putting him in the tank and then I don't, let's just say Latnock, just as a placeholder, whatever their backers are, uh-huh. were like, if you leave him in the tank, he can he can beat he can be really good at at war. Mm-hmm. And they're like, good, good. We do like war. Hmm. I do like war. Let's. And then uh, is this when they talk about like? But yeah, it's uh, it's very strange because like I mean he's he's saying like that's like saying my toaster has a conscience. Like that's the kind of thing that you would say in a story where you like made a robot but like this is a human this is a this is a boy there's this is a boy a in that tank there's a there's a du- there's a dude in that tank he's right there i look like look at him yeah i can see it um, he's handsome <laughs> there he is uh, um, so kern makes a phone call presumably to the backers of latnock and says 781227 is no longer cooperating and Foss is no, in the background, and he's like, oh, and he's uh, frowning. He's going, uh, better, kill, better kill this guy. <laughs> he says, Kern, I'm going to kill you later. Josh is um, still failing to make a fire. It's now dark out. Andy's like, if they here. gave out badges for porn and video games, you'd be an Eagle Scout by now. Uh, uh, they then and, talk Andy about at this how... point is, is getting like pretty quiet. Like She's still yeah. trying to sass Josh, but you can tell that yeah. she's Something's not up. feeling great. Uh, Josh then... Uh, starts wondering about whether all of the people that they came here with have been murdered like in a horror movie yet. Yeah, he says um, this is how horror movies start. They always kill the impishly handsome young comic relief character first, and then Andy's It really like, is disgraceful of Josh, by the way. Like, like whatever. The fact that Josh is doing this while, like, 
yeah, it's getting pretty late, and they really did seem to just disappear into that drainage pipe, and you're just like, <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> yeah. I'm being like, yeah, I think my sister might be dead. <laughs> Good riddance. Good riddance. Guess I get more time in the bathroom. <laughs> so Josh is like, uh, maybe we should go back to the car. It'll be warmer in there. Andy says she's fine. Josh is like, uh, you're wearing two jackets, and then she walks away. Uh we go back to Jesse. Right, she turns uh, a corner she... in, in the Zizix halls and she finds herself in a flashback. She is slimy. slimy. The building's on fire. Good old slimy XX. And she 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 blinks and it, it it's over, but she's kind of shaken. Yeah, uh, we, there's a little bit of, you know, this classic season one, like, you know, the people who made this show had a background in horrors. Yeah, true, true, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of kinda kinda bioshocky. A little bit of bit of more Kyle and Declan. Kyle can tell that Declan is getting scared and he's being a good, let's say, friend. He says that he's uh, going to take his mind off yeah. of it by asking about girls. Uh, Declan got, he's like, I'm just so messed up. I got blown off by the weirdest girl I know. And I was like, listen, Laurie's not that. And then I was like, oh, right, 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 Jesse. <laughs> um, uh, so Kyle, uh, yeah, Kyle's like, I thought you that think you thought that she was weird, but now you seem sad that she's gone. And Declan's like, well, I, mean, I don't get it if- either. Instead of just saying like, yeah, I don't want her to die. I don't want her to die, and also it's really weird. Uh, it's almost as if someone used their resources to like stick <laughs> another brain in that in that team. They'd have to have a lot of resources, though. I don't know if anyone has that many resources. <laughs> no one has enough resources to do uh, what they could have done to her. Kyle asks a hilarious question where he's like, Declan, do you feel betrayed? Oh, or, no, he doesn't say this out loud. He thinks to himself that Declan feels betrayed, much like I do by Foss. It is so different. Very different so things. Different, one Kyle. of them. One of them seemingly threatened and then attacked your sister, but okay, Kyle, go so, off, King. Uh, Kyle asks, like, are you are you afraid that Jesse might like me? And Declan says, no, but it's obvious that he is afraid of that. Kyle says, don't worry, bro, bro code. I wouldn't do that to my bro. Uh, he tells Declan that he kissed Amanda, and Declan says, haha, I could tell. We get a little a little moment, a little a little cinematic moment of Kyle going, I just can't figure out if, and then we cut to Amanda who says we're a couple or not so it's they're they're having the same yeah her same they I've finish never each other. never seen it they, done like this before they finish each other's sandwiches and <laughs> she's talking to Lori uh, she's Lori eating a sandwich Lori tells her to do the second the famous two kiss test which yeah. is the first test is this a th- is th- like, I've never heard of this before oh everyone knows about it. you don't even know the second kiss test Sam cringe no, I don't know she says the first kiss is like the end of a rom-com, but then the second kiss, that's when you, that's when, when the you second get kiss defines the relationship. She says, when you get a two kisses in that mouth, then you know that you got the mouth to pay the, to pay the bills. Great. Uh, Jesse walks into an empty room with a portal to hell in it. It's just like uh, a big steaming crack in. Yeah. Hell. There, there's a little before that because, uh, Amanda and Lori, uh, they turn the corner and then they, they meet up with Kyle and Declan. And right. Declan's and then like, what the hell are you do- are you down doing down here, uh, Amanda? And she says, well, I had to come because Jesse was coming and I couldn't let her go down alone. Uh, Lori says, it's fine. Nothing down here could be scarier than Jesse, which is pretty fucked up that you're you think that. And also, yeah, I don't know what to happened to Lori and thinking that Jesse was a good friend. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah, yeah. Then we then we go to Jesse. She finds a she big, finds the totally empty room with yeah. It's just a big like crack in the floor, and there's like Steaming. some some kind of like gas coming out of it. 
she kind of reaches toward the crack and it makes a big cracking noise and she's like, ah, and then she starts going in and out of the flashbacks and it's like, slime, oh, no slime, slime, no slime, tank, iconic Zizix logo on the wall, fire. I can't help but feel bad for Jesse in this moment. Not oh yeah, a, Not sure. a big Jesse fan, but this is horrific. Yeah. And she she kind of like starts screaming, like, stop it, stop it. Oh, and right, she right. Like, falls and then, to the ground and the floor like starts cracking all over. She is opening up a portal to hell. Yeah, and we we go back to Amanda, Kyle, Declan, and Lori. Amanda's like, "What's going on? The floor's cracking. It smells like something's coming out of it." Kyle's Mm -hmm. like, "We must be. They must have foolishly built this laboratory on top of a pocket of methane gas. Why would they do that? Or they were fracking. Oh, they might have been fracking. Uh, So he's so Declan's like, "How long do we have?" Kyle says, "Uh, "There's no way to know because the gas is leaking in from everywhere. It's impossible to tell how much of it there is." Uh, Declan says, well, there's probably a map around here somewhere. And Lori's like, uh, yeah, right. Complete with a you are here sticker. Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. If there's like yeah, a probably. fire escape map, like, yeah, I would think so. Kyle t- or Declan then tells Kyle to uh, to like find a way out using the ghosts. Not a bad idea. And then Kyle just like closes his eyes and there's the map to Zizix. It's in his brain. Yeah, Declan's like, uh, I was joking. Not the time, Declan. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle just, what he does is he just gives them directions to leave uh, where there's no fire doors in the way. And yeah, then, I, don't, I, uh, I gotta say, I'm not really sure what the purpose of the fire doors even is if they, if they basically just turn the facility into a maze and like the fire can still spread. It's just a maze now. Zizix, first in fun. First Uh, in fun. So Kyle Kyle says he's going to go find Jesse. Amanda says, I'll come with you. But but he says, no, I need you to be safe. I'm Kyle. Goodbye. He then, uh, we see Kern again. And what we found out is that somebody, Sam, has copied the entire Zizix database, including well, all of the files okay, but, but, and but, but, all but, but, of the... But, 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 mm-hmm. You cannot possibly skip over what the scientist refers to it as. Ah, uh, what, what does he refer to it as? He calls it the cool memory matrix. Neo, you are about to enter the cool memory matrix. The cool memory matrix! This is pretty fucking cool. Sir, it's the cool memory matrix. It's filling the boy with all of the cool memories. Hey guys, I'm Kyle. Check this out. And then he does a kickflip. Dude. Oh no, he's too cool. Yeah, he says that the entire Zizix database has been copied into the boy in the tank. Jordan, mm-hmm. Kyle the got file. chucked. He got ch- <laughs> He got it. He they got chucked our boy. He got that file. That must be what they're trying to get. They've chucked my boy. They chucked him? They chucked him good. My poor boy. Well, I Please guess he chucked chuck himself. He chucked. Go chuck yourself, Kyle. That's what I'm always saying. <laughs> I already did. Josh walks in. Hey, check out my new shirt. And it says, go chuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we Kyle so we realizes learned- in that moment, oh, my yeah. God, the reason that I have all of these memories that uh, from all over the Zizix is because their entire like database, all, all of the their security camera matrix. footage is in my brain along with and everything else they have. And and that's why they are going to terminate him. Yes, because they it's a it's a security risk. If if the boy in the tank is making like judgment calls, then they absolutely cannot afford to have all of their data in his head. Now here's also, a question no- for you, Sam. Uh-huh. And this is this is why I'm now even more curious about Jesse. 
if Kyle has the entirety of Zizek's database, then why the fuck does he not know who Jesse is? Shouldn't he know? Well, he doesn't seem to have, like... He, he's he's not just, like, consciously aware of all of it. It seems to come to him in moments. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's interesting. It is interesting. Think? We will we will see. We will see. I, I, well, I, yeah, I... Yeah. I trust um, this show to actually deliver on the mysteries. I, I kind of do, too. How weird is that? Isn't it so strange? An- another question, though, is... Mm-hmm. Did Kyle, like, subconsciously like pull the database into his head or did someone put it there Ooh, that's mm. a very good question so kern um, says uh we need to disconnect it right now before it can do anything they start Foss, unplugging Foss the tank there and kyle the says to himself yeah. in that moment i realized all this time i'd been afraid of them when they were the ones who were really afraid of me. The real I was monster. the ghost in the machine. Which no. is not what that means, Kyle. Not what that means. Not what that means at all. But The real monster is man. And then <laughs> we're back outside. Um, uh, well, Josh... F- Foss is here in the room, by the way. And right, right, right. He's like, you can't do this again. I'm going to fucking not, kill you, Kern. Not keeping a low profile one bit. Kern, I'm going to shoot you with a gun. So yeah, Kyle realizes, oh my god, this is when this is when it happened. This is when Foss saved me. Yeah, yeah, we go um, back to Josh and Andy, who are listening to the radio in the car. Josh says, what a what a nice night, despite everyone we know yeah. possibly dying. We, yeah, we haven't seen any of our friends and family in the past, like, four hours. They're probably all dead. Um, Andy turns off the radio and she says, all right, what's up? What's up with you? You've been rambling all night. Uh, and Josh, Josh says, like, no, you're the one being weird. You've had zero tolerance for all of my witty banter. Um, she says, man up and tell me what you have to say. And then Josh says, uh, I've got a proposal. Oh, no. I didn't mean it like that. He says, let's count to three. An idea and is what th- I'm ideaing. Oh, fuck you. And he's like, uh, on the count of three, let's both say what's on our minds at the same time. I gotta say, she's like, um, uh-huh. from Andy's perspective, knowing yeah. what she knows she's about knows. to say, I don't know why yeah. she decided that yes okay this is fine uh because she needs to tell the viewers yeah uh so she's like that's really fucking stupid that's like child bullshit well let's do it for the viewers and then they count to three and then uh on josh says i like you and then andy says that she has cancer so great Mm. cool not great uh in this moment i (laughs) i typed in the chat Andy has brainitis, uh, confirmed, uh, happy lads emoji, and then I went, That's, oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know the emoji Jordan's referring to, it's the excited, it's like, PS3 dudes. guys. Yeah, guys on the couch, and I was like, oh, wait, Andy has, Andy has, <laughs> Andy has brainitis, and then the, the sad version of that meme where they're all sad. I was right! I was right. Yeah! Oh, right. Yeah. That That's means that Andy, that means Andy has cancer. Great. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Um, also, again, your your brilliant aha, my theory was proven correct. They took the time out of two different episodes for her to go, ah, my head. Okay, but the first, I, I called it the moment she had her first headache, I said that she had brainitis. It wasn't like three episodes of, ah, my head. It was <laughs> one time she had a headache and I said, Andy must have brainitis. Yeah, I mean, there's no Don't other deny. reason that a show does that. Like, either it's well, because they are having- Sam? Hello. Andy could I'm more disappointed because we know one other man who had headaches and it was Adam Balin and it was because he was a clone with a big brain and I'm just or he was a man with it yeah and I'm just I was, saying I, that, w- I was gonna say there there's mm-hmm. there's two reasons that characters have headaches on TV shows 
it's because they have brain cancer or it's to establish that they are like they're hung uncovering forbidden memories or something or they're or they're hungover or they're hungover well Unfortunately, what this means for us as viewers is that now, um, as opposed to, well, we'll see where this goes, I suppose. I mean, the show ended at season three, so we may never know how Andy's storyline resolves. But the problem for me is that now we have to see Josh slash Jean-Luc Bilodeau acting in a way that isn't, uh, oh, well, maybe. I suspect so that we'll- he will still be acting like that for at least part of it. For, well, for part of it, but I'm saying that now we we have a new we have a new side of Josh, and I'm scared because I'm afraid of the unknown. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna make a prediction right now. We won't Nothing like will change. It. No. Um, so anyway, uh, before either of them can react to what the other just said, uh, they hear Lori yelling for help. Uh, they follow the yelling. They find a big open hatch that somehow nobody noticed before. Right now. And they pull out Amanda, and then off camera, I assume they help everyone else out because yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> no, yeah, they all just got out. Uh, so Kyle is walking through the rubble. He's trying to find Jesse, who is still crying on the floor. Kind of, she's kind of like trapped in her flashback to the fire. Uh, Kyle finds her. He helps her up. He gets her out through the drainage pipe. But then, while everyone's like gathered around Jesse to see if she's safe. okay, they look. Got to get into that safe. Kyle's and gone. Kyle is gone because he's, he's got to get, get that. Safe. He's got to get that box. So he goes back. I don't know why gets... he has to do it now. It's not like the facility is going to explode. Well, I guess it might. I mean, it also I mean, it might did just it before, fill up with. So it might fill up with much, much, much more gas, making it impossible to breathe inside. Just get a just get a scuba suit. Maybe it's just because he doesn't want to have to come back later. <laughs> That's true. We're already here. We're yeah, already we, here. I yeah, might Kyle well, hates I mean. fast traveling back and forth between one place and another. <laughs> He definitely we, didn't we don't do that know. We don't episode. know how. We don't know how far away Kyle and the gang live from SeaTac. Um, so he gets into the safe. Uh, I, as he as he like pulls open the panel, he he's like, "I had to have." Oh shit! I forgot. To, I, I, I I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. This is yeah. not important, but I did I did say that I would mention it earlier. Uh, in the scene with Andy and Josh, uh, they they had the nerve the nerve to force me to listen to the funeral by Band of Horses while looking at Josh. And I don't know if I'm ever going to forgive them for that one. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that, I'm going to just splice a picture of Josh, uh, good Lord of the Rings over that song and just play it. <laughs> oh my God. Josh Traeger, band of horses, funeral AMV. Uh, no, it's just the picture of good Lord of the Rings with his sunglasses on <laughs> as you, as you listen to funeral by, uh, what's it called? The funeral by band of horses. The funeral by band I, of actually, horses. I was just re-listening to that album just, just like four days ago. And I said, this is a fucking excellent album and then the nerve the, the nerve, nerve to make me look at josh traeger while hearing it so adam balin ghost adam balin uh tells kylie's like he's like uh you have the secret to the lock is in your heart kyle and then <laughs> <laughs> and then kyle realizes the kingdom all hearts is light he knew the code, and he opens it, and there's a big box, and Adam Balin is there smiling. And I genuinely, every time they bring back Adam Balin, I'm like, that's Adam Balin! There he is! <laughs> yeah, Adam Balin did, uh, it is funny that Adam Balin, like, appeared in the doorway to, like, smile and nod smile, at Kyle approvingly. Yeah, he winks. Which did, uh, mean that Kyle spent longer than he needed to in this room filling up with methane. He, Adam Balin is like... My trick has succeeded. <laughs> what if Adam Balin was evil? <laughs> Don't trust me. Uh, so then... Kyle, like, uh, stumbles through the hallway. He's struggling to breathe. 
uh, and we kind of go back and forth between flashbacks of Foss this resuscitating is him. This is insane. The way that Kyle, he resuscitated him? Well, Kyle, yeah, Foss is, like, you know, doing the thing that they do on TV, where instead of giving them, like, controlled chest compressions, he's just, like, punching Kyle well, he, in the he's chest. Well, doing, he's doing regular compressions at first, but he's, like, getting more and more frantic, and then he just starts full-on, like, slamming his head. Like, he just starts Come punching on! Kyle. Come on! He just starts punching Kyle in the face for no reason. <laughs> Wake the fuck up! Oh, and then as, and as Kyle his tradition, is, Kyle gets a big boner, so... Kyle, uh... Kyle then is trying to get out through the gas. He then comes across a pile of hot coals. He walks across <laughs> them. And then there's a big pit. And a the only way across wall. is a big rock climbing wall. And he's like, and then Kyle literally, uh, all jokes aside, he says, I called upon everything that Foss had taught he's, me. He's, what he thinks that to himself mean? and it has nothing to do with it anything. Has nothing to do with anything. He's walking through a room filling up with gas. There's yeah, well, <laughs> hey, mind over matter. If you convince your brain that it's Fair that, it, that it has it oxygen, the gas. then you're fine. It loves it. Uh, yeah, um, and this is this is a choice because Kyle he managed he he says like I need to survive for for Foss's sake, which is already weird. Uh, he makes it out of the drain pipe, but and he collapses on the ground, and then we cut f- back and forth. Between Foss doing CPR on him back then and Amanda doing CPR on him now, which is a kind of weird parallel to draw. It's really weird. And what's even weirder to me is that um, is that after Kyle wakes up, uh, spoilers, Kyle is alive. Um, oh, thank God. Is that Amanda? Th- th- I I just cannot stand CPR. Is kiss? I hate that. Well, that they, that was like, the thing is when when she was doing the mouth to mouth, I was like. Oh God! Don't say that! Like, wow, the second no, no, kiss, the second defi- kiss. But no, but then after just, the CPR, he wakes up she just starts start kissing him, making out with yeah, it's, and it's weird because he was just in a horrible yeah. Let situation. him get some fucking oxygen, Jesus! Yeah, like he just he just his heart was you needed to assist his heart beating, Amanda. Right. Uh, um, so Kyle goes, wow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she says, they, say something if you're okay, and he goes, wow. And then he gets a big boner like last time. So yeah. they go to the rack. Uh, Lori apologizes to Kyle. Uh, Kyle says, don't worry, I forgive you. That's what concerned brothers well, do. Well, I never which, thought about that, Sam. I never thought about never thought about that, Sam. Yeah. Amanda has saved Kyle's life twice. Yeah. And Kyle has saved Amanda's life zero times. Yeah, but he did get a big boner. For whatever that's worth. So, uh, Kyle and but he's Lori, not Jewish. Kyle, Kyle and Lori hug, and uh, then he sees Jesse walk outside alone and follows her. Declan sits down next to Lori, uh, and she says, "Doesn't it suck when the person who turns you on turns you off?" No, Declan. That's not a not what that's. No, she says that. Oh, right. What a weird thing to say. Uh, like, right now, they're having, like, teen trauma hours at the rack where all of the characters are just, like, suffering uh-huh. because of the experiences of the night. It is and, It uh, is very funny that Lori is like, now you know how I feel, that we were in a relationship for quite some time, and then you just, like, stopped talking to me, and that is similar to Jesse, who made out with you a few times, then deciding that she likes Kyle better. That is exactly what it is, though, is the thing, Sam. Exactly. The uh, then she says I to, mean, yeah, to Declan, Declan did decide he likes Kyle better. Um, she says, have I ever told you about the healing power of song? And I'm like, I don't she know what to play rhyme some with. hymns? I don't know what I'm going to, what word I'm, Declan's going to have to rhyme with Laurie. I can't write that song. 
Lori, I re, hope that you're never gory. Re, re, you're in my story. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> Do you that's like this universe that I live in where every song is just like, <laughs> I mean, you're not the one who wrote the hit the hit Kyle XY theme song, Declan, what the heck, man, that was me. I don't know why you're taking blame from. Oh, I'm just saying that I'm making song. it sound way worse than you did. Je- uh, Jesse is outside having a, a moment, a clone moment. Kyle is like, I'm going to go help her out. <laughs> happy clone right. minute. Happy clone minute. Uh, where she, he's like, are you feeling better? And she's like, when I was down there, I saw strange things. And I think that what happened down there was because of me. And then Kyle says, well, you know, I also, this is another thing, like, Sam, like, Kyle, Kyle, I just don't understand how Kyle hasn't figured it out yet, that Jesse's Well, I mean, he, he has no reason to believe that she has anything to do with anything. So, from his perspective, she's just a girl who was hallucinating in a room that was filling up with gas, so. I know, but he's got a remarkable giant brain. I know, but what, what, the alternative is... Very every much time in the realm they of encounter every time they encounter each other, they start zapping each other with psychic electricity. Well, hey, well, they you, can detect when know. they're nearby. Okay, well, hey, to... yeah, well, it's oh, fair, 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 fair. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, <laughs> Jesse, uh, she, yeah, she says, uh, it was the first time I didn't feel alone when you helped me, and she thanks him for saving her. Uh, we go back to Andy, who tells Josh, uh, forget what I told you, I don't want to talk about it, and I don't want you to tell anyone, which is a pretty rough position pretty to rough. put Josh in. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, there's no there's no winning here, I, folks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna go out and say that I don't think that Kyle XY is improved by giving the horny little brother a girlfriend who is dying of cancer. I'm just gonna say him. it. And who hates him, and also wants him to keep it a secret that she's got cancer. Also, yeah, I, I don't. It, it hasn't been. It hasn't been established whether or not her cancer is terminal, but I'm assuming it is. Yeah, I but mean, we'll, it'd be weird we'll if see. that. Like, how I often do you do a plot besides Kevin on the Office? Where, I, uh, huh? Where they just they get like a biopsy and then it's fine. It's fine. Anyway. It'll probably be fine. So Kyle, Kyle's gonna fi- Kyle's gonna fix it with his big brain. I'm he'll sure. Fix it with his big brain. He'll just he'll just headbutt the cancer. Uh, Kyle asks Amanda if she's doing okay. Uh, he says everyone was really impressed with you tonight. Lori said that you were the most responsible one there. And then Amanda thinks about when uh, Jesse was like, "Ah, you're responsible." Right. She's yeah, like, she doesn't "Responsible, like she's huh?" Kyle yeah. says, "Well, I wish that I I were I wish I had been more like you because I almost died going back for something that I didn't even get because." They didn't really establish this very well, yeah, but Kyle thinks that box. he doesn't have the box. But guess what? Amanda has the box. Yeah, I really, I don't know what the point of this was, <laughs> why Kyle didn't just to, have the box. I kept it because it seemed important to you. I don't understand why or why you went back to get a box out of the mysterious tunnel <laughs> yeah, it, laboratory. It seemed we... important to you, the thing that you went back in the methane building to get. I don't know, it just seemed important. I don't know. Also, none of us are going to ask questions about the mysterious concrete building that you know the layout of, but thank you, Kyle, there is something remarkable about it. He's remarkable, you. it's fine. Uh, so, How are the Petersons, by the way? How was your time with the Petersons, Kyle? Who? So, Amanda asks, are you impressed with me now, Kyle? And he says, I'm always impressed with you, Amanda. And then they hold hands and they leave to walk home. Uh, Foss, we we see Foss um, decoding uh, Adam Balin's message, like he's doing it in reverse. Yeah, like he's 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 um, trying to figure out. Uh, yeah, like Kyle, Kyle walks in and he's like, "What are you doing on that on that chalkboard?" He says, 
I'm I'm trying to decode the message from Balin because someone must have tampered with it. I just I can't think of any reason that he would have told you not to trust me. I'm trying to I'm trying to Sam. I I know this is a TV show. I'm trying to like reverse engineer this. In okay, so Kyle, the message to Kyle. Right, the message to Kyle was on the CD. Yes, it was put. weird, screechy sound that when you play it underwater, it's Adam Balin talking. But when then you play it also, out of water, the amplitudes of the sound right, waves right. don't trust Voss. Give you a cipher that says don't. There's literally no way that it can do all three of these things. Because yeah, I was like, how the fuck did did uh, whoever did this put the secret message into? Into Kyle's right, but right, I mean, there's no way that you could change the message without changing what Balin said out loud. Like you can't if if it's dependent on the audio, you can't change the audio while le- while. I don't know. Ugh, anyway, Whatever. it doesn't I'll, make any fucking sense. So uh, Kyle's so, like uh, Kyle notices. By the way, uh, well, he says like, "Oh, he spent all day working on this, didn't you?" And then, yeah, basically, Kyle uh, Kyle understands. Like he clearly, sincerely in his in his brain does not think that there's any reason that Balin wouldn't have trusted him. So, yeah. so Kyle sees this and he's like, I I know that I can I'm trust alive. you. Yeah. Uh he has he shows Balin the box. He says I can't get it open and Foss is like, we'll figure it out together. And then we see that Foss still has that old dusty radio playing those those baby Einstein's tunes. It's the exact same piece of classical music. It's covered music. it's covered in dust. Yeah. But like it's out like he just knew that I don't know, whatever. Um, at Kyle's, uh, now he's in his bathtub. Well, Ky- Kyle hands him the box and he says, yeah. I, I don't know, I can't get it open. And Foss says, we'll figure it out. And then, yeah, he goes to his tub. Uh, he's thinking to himself, uh, there must be more danger hiding in the shadows if someone tampered with Adam's message. Who would there be who would want me to lose faith in Foss? And he goes holographic memory to Kern's betrayal. Uh, and we see it's when Brian says, run! Drops the fire doors, and then we see that Brian did indeed stay behind the fire door, and Kern says, A little dramatic, don't you think, Brian? And he's like, Well, I had to make sure he bought it. <gasps> oh shit. And then Brian just Taylor. to just to really Evil hammer Brian it Taylor. home. Just to really hammer it home, Kern is like, Betrayal comes easily to you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I sure. And and I'm Brian Taylor, and I'm going to kill Adam Balin one of these days. And yeah, Brian said. Well, this is what's interesting, well, no, though. Yeah, because- this is what's curious. Yeah, because uh, because Kern says, you know, one of these days we're gonna have to take care of him. And then Brian says, I'd like to see you try. Yeah, because Brian says, like, I wish that he understood, but th- this is bigger than all of us, and I hope he understands someday. So he, Brian, does still like consider yeah, he Adam cares a friend. A, yeah, yeah, friend. Yeah. He he clearly is conflicted about doing this, but he believes that that, that the, what he's the Kyle is the project right is yeah. more important. Uh, and then Kyle says, "Like my instincts about Foss were right, and Jordan was right about Brian Taylor. Probably. Well, good job. Now, I'm to very be fair, impressed. you thought that Brian Taylor was tasked by Adam Balin with cur- that is. Him. Well, what I did say was that I think Brian Taylor killed Adam Balin, and and the circumstances don't really that's that, that's not important. Let's just focus on the fact that Brian Taylor is <laughs> okay. Fine, sure. Brian that's Taylor the has come back. That is the end of the episode. Good, Good episode. episode. A, a lot it. of stuff that didn't necessarily make the most sense, but I it was it was no. dramatically satisfying. Putting 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 like, you know, if you focus all your effort into making a story that is that is there to answer the questions of the of the Twitter 
crowd who are saying, hey, excuse me, uh, excuse me, but uh, what about this? Then you end up right, with, me. like, Harry Potter book seven, so. <laughs> and nobody that wants that. Is that what you want? No, no one wants that. Uh, Sam, this week, I have the honor of giving, introducing to you, introducing, I have the honor of naming, <laughs> of naming our Star Traeger. This Star Traeger this week <laughs> loves musicals. <laughs> And was not in the episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, this this character shows up. She's uh, she's saved Kyle's life. Um, she got a little bit jealous, but that's okay because it wasn't her fault. She's just being protective of her new maybe boyfriend. But mainly, she saved Kyle's life, and by doing that, you know, save Kyle, you save the show. Um, <laughs> so you gotta give it to Amanda. Tom. Fa- oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was thinking about giving it to Foss just because he delights me so much, but he didn't really do anything particularly funny this week. So no, not really. Not not this week. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Amanda, always, always good. Well, not always, but mostly good. And this week, we tip our hats. I've tipped my hat earlier. I don't remember who I tipped it to, but now I'm tipping it to Amanda. All right, Sam. Now, who who is who's the my shit My hat is now upside week? down. Uh-oh. And Rally it's time on. for me to give shit Traeger to the person who fucked it up the biggest and worst. Who else but Mr. William Kern? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if, if I could add, and I'm not saying that it's... Well, all I'll say is that is that the entire episode is Laurie's fault. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, she, she trauma. She's she's coping the hell in the, the stupidest point of that way was possible. That didn't fucking make any sense. No, <laughs> and then she wandered into Zizix to prank her friends. Uh, yeah, I mean the like I said, the conceit of this episode being Lori wants to go to the place where the hiker the the hunter was killed because she thinks that that would prove that she's not traumatized. Not great. Doesn't, doesn't uh, but really I make think a whole lot of sense. Kern, Kern go to a haunted house. Choice. Watch Kern a horror movie. A, oh, Kyle in a haunted house episode, please, for Halloween. Kyle just beats the shit out of the vampires and zombos that jump out at him. Yes. He would never do that. No, he, he, would, he would disarm them. He pulls out their teeth yeah. and stuff. He uses their own strength against the plastic them, but fangs, he never I mean, hurts not their them directly. Uh, I, do, I do think Kern is a good choice. You got any goofs, gags, or... or flaws uh this is we have a piece of trivia oh sorry i was gonna say as a joke that my shit traeger is steven for cheating on his wife anyway uh the trivia we have one trivia note this is the first time that there's an episode of kyle xy with neither nicole nor steven nicole or steven yeah no parents in this one what a fun fact i was that's that's i was thinking about that earlier actually uh goofs Uh-oh. fred wears an ascot not no it doesn't say that yes um all right. Well, then let's uh, let's head on over to the Potting Bros Twitter at Potting Bros. Every week we post a questions post for you. You can leave your questions about Kyle XY underneath. I believe I did uh, also ask for theories about what the cool matrix is. The cool memory what matrix. Is, what is the cool memory matrix? This is the mystery. All right, we got some questions this week. Ooh, ooh we got a lot. Uh, here's one from. At Bigger Challenge, it's our, our good friend of the show, Dan. The teens of Kyle XY need to assemble a mystery-solving posse. Who's in, and what's their roles? All right. Well, we gotta have... It's four and a dog, right? 
There must be four in a dog. Yeah. So, so Kyle. So Declan has proved himself moderately on dog like. So he's so like he half can't a dog. be Scooby. So oh, that's right. Declan is the dog mascot. Kyle is. I there, mean, really, we only Kyle, need Kyle. We've learned that already. Yeah. I mean, like Kyle. Basically, what happens in each episode to follow the form- formula <laughs> is uh, they're in their mystery machine. They're in the car. They're in Josh's horrible shitty car. It breaks down because it's a horrible, just a awful shitty car that thomas voss slept in um they arrive at an abandoned or spooky location um let's just say declan so declan is scooby kyle is the one who does all the work well declan is moderately he so we need someone else who is moderately undoglike and together they will make scooby so it's josh and declan well josh is a dog so josh is you want josh to be the scooby-doo of this show sure josh and declan can share a collar Okay, Josh and Declan share a collar. Um, Lori and then I guess uh, I guess Amanda, Lori, Kyle, Josh, and Declan. Sure. That, yeah, I mean uh, Amanda is the Velma because she wears yeah. glasses. Yeah, and she no, and she does like, I can't believe that you let me say that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no one on this show wears glasses. I was curious. There's not if a you single. Would, if you would there's say not a single there. character on Kyle XY who wears glasses. No, interestingly. <laughs> And every so episode, there's no Velma, because that was Velma's defining trait. Every episode, they unmask the monster and its Foss, but he didn't do it on purpose. It was like a, 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 Thomas a goofy... Foss! He was like, listen, I was in the Halloween store, and, and there, the super, there was a bottle of super glue, and you gotta believe me, I got stuck in this dang costume! <laughs> and yeah, I killed that guy, but you know, yeah, I did kill the sniffly guy, but that wasn't my fault. I had to. I had and then, to cover well, they, up they all they I all did. say, well, he deserved it. And they all say that, yeah, in and, then, and then the episode. I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling, Kyle's. Uh-huh. Um, here's one from friend of the show Nero Wyvern at Dragon Smoocher Number One Edelgard Stan on Twitter, who says, "What's the spookiest place you've ever been to? A real Jeepers type location? Hmm. I try mm-hmm. to avoid." spooky zones <laughs> yeah i don't know i i i i am a total coward so i don't know if i've ever gone anywhere that is remotely frightful no not at all uh outside um, at night i guess would just outside. be my answer anytime i've ever had to be outside at night is the scariest uh, thing i've ever done i i uh you know i live in a place where the weather is very warm and i like to uh, go for nice long bike rides so i like to ride my bike at night many times during the summer uh, I take the path that I take my bike goes around a park, like not a, not like a, but like a natural park, but it's like the paved pathway around the back of it. And one time I got there and my light died and it was pitch black oh, and no. there was nothing there. And then as I was riding, I saw a bunch of flashlights and there was just a bunch of police officers doing something under an, like an overpass and it was completely dark. And I just rode the fuck out of my bike to get out of there because oh, I did God. not want to be anywhere near that area. I, I uh, genuinely don't know if there's ever been a time that I was in a remotely spooky place because I feel like if I was ever even like on the verge of going somewhere spooky... I would just be like, actually, I'm not going nope. to do this. And then I'm I just good. wouldn't I'm do good. it. Uh, if you've been to a spooky place, but not like a haunted house, that's no. If you've been to a spooky place, hey, tell us in the Discord. I want to hear about your spooky place experiences. Uh, our friend uh, friend of the show, Morg, at Haunting the Morg, says the memory matrix Speaking is unfortunately just future Twitter. And it's even worse than this website. Now for questions. Do y'all ever go camping? And if you did, did you tell spooky stories there or not? Nah? Also, not a question, 
uh, itself, but you, Sam, and Jordan should take a Scooby-Doo personality quiz on air and see who y'all are from the gang. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I'll just tell you right now, I have never, never been camping. Never, never swapped scary stories, never been camping, never gone outside. Really wanted to go camping recently, but you know, COVID. So, all right, well. I'll find one. Here we go. All right. All right. I guess we'll just take a few moments out of our... All right, uh, here we go. Yeah, BuzzFeed's got us in in typical BuzzFeed format. This makes no fucking sense already. Well, do we take it live on air? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Pick a talk show host. (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, Ellen the Generous, Stephen Harvey, James Corden, Jimmy Fallon, or Dr. Phil. Oh, all of the worst, all of the worst choices. They didn't, I mean, like, I don't love late night TV, but like, come on. I, for the record, if I had to pick any talk show host, number one, Chris Gethard, number two, Conan O'Brien, number three, Seth Meyers, probably would be my. Yeah, probably. I'd say, I'd say something like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I know that people hate John Oliver, but I actually, well, I guess it's not a talk I show. I don't know. He's, yeah, he's not a talk show host, and he's all right. I like John Oliver. Uh, I'll go Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. He's my least, least favorite of these. Yeah, he, uh, he's definitely the one that has the least rancid vibes on the list, but I'm, I'm not a fan. All right, pick an activity. Reading, watching Netflix, going out to eat, playing a sport, having a spa day, going wakeboarding. I'm going to uh, say watching Netflix. I'm going to say going out to eat. All right. Thank uh, I was Sam, terrified what's... that we would go all the same. Oh, fuck off. What is your sign? Oh, Pisces right here. Oh, I'm sorry. Close. I thought you were asking about my personality. <laughs> all right, Leo. All right. Pick, pick a, a condiment. S- ketchup, ranch, ketchup, barbecue, ranch sauce, barbecue sauce, mayo, sauce. mustard, or I don't really care for any of them. I'm sorry. Oh, I get forgot the that fuck we were alternating here. questions uh, there. Mm, this is a stupid question because condiments are not a one-size-fits-all situation. They're also not a personality test. <laughs> I no. like I like ketchup though. I I would uh, put ketchup on something before I'd put any of these other things on anything. I probably, do not care probably, for ranch one bit. Probably barbecue for me. I don't like ranch either. Uh oh. Choose a drink. Water, pop, lemonade, milk, coffee, beer. Water. Uh you know, water for me, but I gotta go coffee. Wait. I as much as I water is my go to beverage, but I like coffee more. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so a you nice don't, it's, so a, it's not water for you. These oh my houses God. are horrible. Which of these houses would you want to live in? And then there's six pictures McMansion, of disgusting McMansion, giant houses. McMansion. McMansion. I'm gonna pick the one that looks the smallest. Yeah, the McMansion that looks like a castle like fucking Mr. Mitzvah lived in. Jesus Christ, that's awful. Choose a dog breed, I, I'm, golden I'm retriever. I'm picking the one that looks the least ugly to me, which is the top right, because it mostly just looks like a large but normal house. I thought you were talking about the dogs. <laughs> Choose a dog breed, golden retriever, Australian shepherd, pug, Siberian husky, dachshund, shih tzu. I'm gonna go husky. I'm not a thinking dog about, carer, personally. Thinking about Thinking about Balto. I'd probably go with a husky, I guess. Choose oh, an appetizer. Maple. How fucking long is this? Maple and what brown sugar. Fuck? Ba- maple and brown sugar bacon wrapped hot dogs. Who? Mozzarella what? sticks, veggies and dip, barbecue meatballs, chips and salsa, or strawberry shortcake kebabs as an appetizer. Classic appetizer. I gotta. I gotta go. Chips and salsa. It's classic. I love a mozzarella stick. Oh, pick a random really food. I'm going. Pick a random food. This is random. Oh, this is, oh pick a random <laughs> one. Okay, never mind. We don't need to read it then. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to. Just I'm going to close my eyes and uh, oh, honey roasted peanuts. I picked chocolate melting cake. The other options were caramel popcorn, French fries, or Eggo waffles, and raspberry cupcakes. Lastly, pick a color. You know me. I'm a blue boy. I'm going blue. Uh, I'm going perp. Oh, oh, I'm Velma. Oh wow, they don't even give you like a blurb. I'm Scooby. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm Velma. Uh, uh-oh. What the uh-oh. fuck was... This is the worst quiz. Okay, what? Well, let me... I want to try... I'm trying to reverse engineer Velma out of the things I just put in. I mean, Scooby wears... Well, no, Scooby wears a teal collar. Because, yeah, like, Velma. the blue is Fred, obviously. The purple is Daphne. Orange Velma. Green Shaggy. Teal <laughs> Scooby. Velma. What's the yellow? Orange Velma is my favorite Fortnite dance. <laughs> All right, the random let's, food let's doesn't keep... have any bearing on anything because it's random. What the um, fuck is this? I hate BuzzFeed. Jesus Christ! What a fucking waste of everyone's time. Friend of the show at Antitraction. <laughs> Moving says, on. Would you alter your own personal memory matrix to remove all knowledge of Josh and why he's bad? Pros: If you would, uh, pros is you would forget about Josh. Can't think of a con. <laughs> but then every week you have to rediscover Josh. Oh no! Fifty first boys. No. Fifty worst hey. boys. Hey there, good morning. I'm just going to tell you I'm your husband. My name's Josh Traeger. I've and you've I've I've got you pregnant twice. We got two kids. <laughs> this is my old personal hell I've invented. I'm Adam Sandler. What I'm a your fucking husband. nightmare. Oh god. One of the worst movies. Like what the fuck I would thinking? I would remember Josh so that I know what the good lord emoji in our Discord is. Yeah, fair enough. It's our solemn duty. You know, ignorance is bliss. But, but you know, as we, soon as we're done with Kyle XY, we're obviously we're getting rid of Josh from our cool oh, memory yeah, matrixes. Because he's, he's, it's not a cool memory. Okay, here's one from friend of the show, Helga, at Hindsight T on Twitter, who says, now that you, oh, and, and Kyle XY super fan, of course. of course. Now that you know the truth, tell me, what the fuck was Brian Taylor's plan? If he was a Zizix inside man, why did he? Uh, they need Kyle to Skype for an extra minute to know where Balin was? Why didn't he just shoot Balin in the Einstein room himself? Well, we don't know that he didn't shoot Balin in the Einstein room. We also we also don't know that the that the tracing of know. the Skype call had anything to do with it. It might yeah, have we don't just know been... that it had anything to do with with uh, with Zizix. That could have just it, been. You know what? It is possible though. Genuine answer that he was waiting for kyle to slip up and be on the call to have for too an long. excuse to kill adam yeah to make it to yeah to make it seem like it could have been zizix tracing then here's a question from friend of the show a meet at a meet xc who says which kyle xy character is hot dog water well-known scooby-doo character also thanks for this. reminding me i need to complete a scooby-doo canon doc for extra credit huh oh please hot. please please oh my god Water. Who the fuck is hot dog water? What the fuck is this? Hot dog water Scooby-Doo. I'm learning so much today. Oh, this must huh? be from the new shit. Yeah, Mars this is from Fitch. Mysteries Incorporated from 2011. She's... Her cruel nickname comes from smelling like recycled water used to cook hot dogs. Who, That's mean. <laughs> it's very mean. Significant Scared other and former ri- rival of Velma Dinkley. I wonder if that's true or a... Uh, or is this... Huh. Maybe perhaps interesting. Fan. Well, this character seems cool. So, uh, I mean, who's cool on the show? Uh, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> I guess Kyle is hot Lor- dog water. Lori is hot dog water. Okay. I don't know anything about, what if hot dog water, like, did some real fucked up shit on, the, <laughs> on Mystery Incorporated? How dare you compare Kyle to hot dog water? <laughs> All right, well, here's one that I, I wasn't the, looking forward I hope to. I hot dog water doesn't get canceled or we're going to have some real Friend, problems on our hands. Bodark, come on. Here, do you want don't some trivia me... from, from the Scooby-Doo wiki about hot dog water? Hot dog water? Mar- Mar- oh, Marcy Fleech? Yeah, absolutely. She is very slender compared to Velma's traditionally being depicted as more Rubenesque. Hmm. I hate, I hate that. This says, uh, this says here, 
It has been speculated that Velma and Marcy's relationship could be a romantic one, and cast member Gray Delisle has referred to Marcy Jesus as Velma's Gray girlfriend Delisle. in interviews. It was eventually stated by Tony Cervoni, one of the <laughs> what a name. Uh, one of the creators of the series, that his intent was for Marcy and Velma to, event- to become a romantic couple after the timeline resets! It was eventually stated what? by Joey Baloney that it was intended for Kyle and Bimbo. When what? the gang created an alternate timeline with no... Okay, maybe people... Do Mystery people Zing sounds show? wild, Jordan. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> New podcast alert. <laughs> Um, here's one from friend of the show, Bodark, at Trash Squatch. He says, remember how Scrappy-Doo pees on Daphne in 2002 Scooby-Doo movie? I do movie? remember that. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Thank you, Bodark. Oh, okay. I also remember when Scrappy-Doo says something about, you don't have the scrot. Yep. Uh, friend of the show, Roy, Roy Fuck Warlock, at Banui on Twitter, says, Scoop-dee-doo. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-doo. Isn't that like a Kanye West thing? I don't fucking know. I don't know. That's like the one thing I know about any, any that replies? guy. Any replies? Yeah, you just said Scrabby. So there you have All it. All right, and then <laughs> last is from at Gorilla Rain on Twitter, who says, consider the following, Kyle XY, Snyder Cut. Now, I okay. just want season four. Look, I just want season four, though. Look, I don't want a Kyle XY Snyder Cut, because mm-hmm. I don't want to see Kyle say fuck the world. However, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, if, if we got a Kyle XY remake... That managed mm. to do all eight seasons. Please. And Is that was, how many they wanted? And then it ended with an 800-hour episode movie. Oh. No, they never said eight seasons. Okay. Oh, you got me very sad when you said that. <laughs> it was supposed to be 30 seasons, like Secret Life. Like Secret Life, where like, they fucking Amy and Ricky become grandparents and die at some point <laughs> just because the actors got too old. And then, and then their hands burst out of the grave, and they're holding hands, <laughs> and it says, or is it? Hey, hey, okay, but what if... Kyle took Adam Balin's box to Adam Balin's grave and then just started beating the shit out of the the grave. Listen to the latest episode of Zero to Zero to understand what that means. It's been living. Or just watch the Zack Snyder cut, but don't do that. Do you think the box that Kyle got is a mommy box, though? We cannot talk about the mother boxes on this podcast. I don't know. Sam, I've been listening to that pod every episode of that damn podcast, and I've been really trying to engage, and I don't know what the fuck the mother boxes even are. They're boxes. All I know is that they smell good. That's uh, the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can find us on Twitter at, uh, at uh, Potting Bros. I'm at Posi Stress. Jordan is at Baratipus Rex. We have a Discord server that you can join and tell us about your spookiest experiences of all. Uh, link to join that is on any of our episode posts. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash poddingbros. $1 will get you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood Bison, as well as access to all of our bonus content. We've got the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens Secret Life spinoff book. We read the whole damn thing. We've got the Circle Jerg series where we watched the same episode of Secret Life 10 weeks in a row and liked it. Uh, we got Grant High School Exchange Program. We watched high school teen movies, High School Musical Grease 2, Beastly, Good Shit. Uh, Yay. Also, fan fiction readings of Secret Life and some Kyle XY ones. We have uh, posted the first reading of the twins story where a, a, a cool scene girl calls Josh Smexy. Oh... Uh, $5 is going to get you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a Beachwood Pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Yar. Yar. (laughs) Yar. It'll also get you a shout out in the podcast and you can send in a message that we will read in Kyle voice ASMR mandatory or Ben voice ASMR optional. Yes. 
$10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood. Nope, as an honorary Traeger, allowing you to listen to the podcast while we record it typically at 7 o'clock Pacific time on Wednesdays at the moment. But you never know what'll happen. I'm sorry. Our schedules mm-hmm. change sometimes. We're only human. Oh. Thank you to our $10 and $5 subscribers. Destry Hawk, Dr. B. Dandy, H. Cape, Colby, Valerie W., Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan, Mike Dawson, Silva, Grass Dragon, Helga K., Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank you. We got a message, Jordan. Oh, shit. Uh, this is a short one, but Stephanie Karen would like us to read this in Ben voice, Kyle voice, and this says, parentheses, I'm sorry, sad droopy voice. Oh, I mean, I'll never apologize for asking for Droopy Mole Man Ricky. <laughs> it's a, well, what's the mes- what's the message? Uh, yes, it is. So here, I I will read it in Ben voice to start. Or I get, well, how do we want to do this? I'll read it in Ben voice and Kaya voice. You can read it in Sad Droopy voice. Okay. Uh, I believe this is from one of those potion seller videos. Don't know what that means, but I believe you. It's someone with a weird filter on their face. Okay. In a perfect world. Men like me would not exist, but this is not a perfect world. <laughs> In a perfect right. world, men <laughs> like me would not exist, <laughs> but this is not a perfect world. Oh, Amy. <laughs> is that In like how perfect... you activate the voice? Uh-huh. <laughs> In a perfect world, men like me would not exist. <sighs> but this is not a perfect world. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could fucking do that voice as well as you do. Oh my god. It's you gotta practice I, I practice a lot. If I practice oh. I just mean I fucking <laughs> do it too much. <laughs> I think literally like half the no, not even half. I would say ninety percent of the time I join a video or like a voice call on Discord with anyone, the first mm. thing I do is I just go, Oh it's true. Hey, <laughs> it me. is true. I literally when we entered the voice call to record this podcast, that was what you did. <laughs> I, it's just it's just too fun. I just love doing that. Voice. I mean, it's I, it is way better than what I do, which is hello. You don't always do. that. I don't always do that. We are hosted on Apple Podcasts. I would like a review if you don't mind. Tell people about want- it. Anyone that you might know who watched Kyle XY, which is nobody, make sure nobody. that you tell them about this podcast so that they can engage with it and enter engage with it and say, "Wow, Whoa. wow, cool one." We are hosted on Noisepace.xyz, the home of podcasts of all stripes and shapes stripes. and sizes. Check out Kyle XY, but also check out uh, great shows like Not a Roy's Nightmare and Era. Oh yeah, they Son- got a new a new Smurfs episode up. Jesus Christ! Uh, Sonic Shuffle. Speaking of Roy, uh, I mm-hmm. believe the the latest podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses about Modazushi is like two and a half hours long. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm saluting personally. I'm always saluting. Uh, listen to Fear Reading. Mm. Wow, cool robot! You can listen to my two other shows. I do Slappers Only, which is about video game music. We had a, a busy week last week because we did an episode on Portal Two, which was really fun. And then we also had a little bit of a tricky little April Fools' episode where we claimed to talk about Donkey Kong Country. What the fuck? But you'll have to see what we actually talked what about. What the fuck? You can uh, also listen to my Yakuza podcast, Kamarocho Radio. We are working our way through Yakuza 2, and unfortunately, we've just hit the part where the game gets racist. Mm, Uh-oh. Yeah, it does Whoops. a lot. Of very, very complicated uh, 
yeah. racial politics in, in that particular entry. A bit, a bit fraught, I would say. Quite, quite not great. Uh, you can also listen to my other two podcasts on here, uh, one of which Jordan is also on, but you you know it, you love it. Listen to Jurgen it if you haven't already. What a, what a time that was. You can also listen to Zero to Zero with me, Val, and Giga talking about the Snyder Cut. We have our episode on part three, Beloved Mother, Beloved Son, up now, uh, in which Steppenwolf puts the mother box in a big piece of metal and says yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, I do want to say, as we t- while we're talking about jerking it for a second, that um, people still li- like people still are like, I'm finally listening to jerking it, which uh, rocks you. me to my core. But thank you. But then they're like, I can't fuck it. I'll just every once in a while see a message in, in a Discord chat be like, I can't fucking believe that that there's a couple on the show that is Peter and Griffin, and I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Oh God, Peter! None and of Griffin. it feels, none of it ever felt real. It was all a dream. <laughs> I'm also it's like the end of Bloodborne. I'm gonna do something that I don't usually do and just say, hey, for the record, I've been I've been streaming regularly on Twitch. I stream on Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, Tuesday, sorry, Mondays and Thursdays, uh, traditionally at about 7:30 Pacific. Been streaming some Monkey Ball. I streamed all of Heavy Rain. I streamed did all you of Dishonored. Be, did you beat Dishonored? How many people did you end up killing? Uh, I think I killed ten people in total. That's not bad for no for no like quick save quick loads. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, and I'm going to be streaming. I mean, by the time by the time this goes up, I will have already done it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start streaming a little bit of Jet Set Radio. Ooh. Hmm. Fuck yeah. <sighs> well, that is all we got for you this that's week. it we 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 would we would do another episode but we haven't seen it yet no <laughs> all right let's make up let's guess what happens in the next so one. josh uh, walks josh, in and farts josh oh josh fell into the spike trap oh no he, di- he passed away oh well oh well hey everyone's having a little mermaid themed party to celebrate let's let's wrap things up sam what do we say at the end of each episode. Well, there's only one high. thing to say. When you start with Kyle X High, you have to end it with Kyle X. Shit. Auf Wiedersehen! What is it? Kyle X Bye! Is that right? That doesn't... Kyle... Yeah, Kyle X Bye. Kyle X... Okay. I'll, 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 I'll check this. I don't know if this is right, but I'll say, okay. Kyle X Bye! And I'm waving. Kyle X Bye! Kyle X Bye! I think I'm a